0: Hey everyone, this is Let's Get Practical with Daryl Girarde. This podcast is about church communications from a practical standpoint. It's about what works and what doesn't. It's about helping you cut through all the clutter and noise and getting straight to the point. Today we're talking about how to double your email open rates. Now I know that's a bit of a clickbait type headline, how to double your email open rates. And I'm not prone to want to do those kind of things, even though I think those are kind of easy to grab subject lines, if you will, or titles of blog posts and even the title of this podcast episode. But I do think it's Kind of accurate about what we're going to talk about today, which is how do you increase your email open rate? Now, if you don't know what an email open rate is, a very simple explanation about that is it's, it's the percentage of people that actually open up and read your emails. And those are the type of emails. When I say emails, by the way, I'm referring to those things that you send from your church on a consistent basis, or maybe on not on a consistent basis. Maybe you do them on like on a promotional per event type of thing. But I think for most churches, we have some sort of email system, whether it's Mailchimp, Constant Contact, or maybe you'll use Fellowship One. I'm not sure how you're sending out your emails, but you probably have some sort of marketing system, whether it's very simple, but you have some sort of system by which you are sending out your emails and you can gather some basic stats. And a couple of those stats are your open rate and your open rate again is how people actually open it up. The other stat you can look at is also your click through, which is how people actually open it up, reading it, and then actually clicking on a link that you've placed in there. Maybe it's your call to action to register for an event or get more information, et cetera. So there's a couple there's a couple different stats you're looking at, but we're talking about open rates. And where open rates is a little bit of an interesting stat is it can be a bit dubious because on one level, it's great that people open it up and you can tout we have a high open rate, but if you're not clicking through, then you really don't know when your emails are effective in that sense and when actually people are actually doing the call to action. So I actually think click through is probably a better, uh, better indicator of how effective your emails are, but if they don't open them, well, then it doesn't matter what your click-through rate is because um, they're not opening it up to begin with. So let's talk about how do you increase your email open rates? Well, what's actually a good number to work off of? Let's first establish what we know email open rates probably should be. If you are a church, which I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are part of a church or you're a volunteer, part-time, full-time, uh, your open rate should be around 27 to 28%. That's how many people. So roughly... Every three out of 10 people should be opening up your email. That's the national average. And by the way, it used to be a little bit uh, a little bit lower. It was, was lower than that. And then they started segmenting out the open rates by industries. So this is actually the one for nonprofit churches is roughly about 28% is what I found typically the email open rates should be. Now, our email open rate, and then so this is how I'm going to pivot here to what we're doing, is our email open rate as of a few weeks ago was around 21%. So, obviously, we weren't happy with it. The national average is around 27, 28. We're at 20, 21, 22. That's not good. That means we're about, you know, in between five to seven points off of where we want to be. So, I'm going to walk you through kind of what we did in order to increase our open rate. So, obviously, we start out with knowing what our open rate is. And right now, it's about 20%. This 20% is based off of. A email that we send out every single week. It's our weekly email. So every week we kind of send a digital version of the bulletin, if you will. Uh, maybe it's a little more high level. Doesn't have quite as much information as a bulletin. Yes, we still do a bulletin, and this is kind of like the big overview of here's what's coming from. The from our marketing perspective for the coming week. Here's what you need to know about coming going into the Sunday. Here's the big key things we want to remind you about. So again, we were at roughly I see between 20 up to 22 percent. Uh, I actually thought it was higher until I actually got into the email open rates. I thought our open rates was closer to like 30, and then come to find out we were down to like 21, 22, and that was pretty bad. um Pretty bad. And this is the fact that I assumed one thing and found out it was something else. So I had to do kind of a bit of like a autopsy. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Why are we at 22%? Well, the first thing we identified was, was that our email list was not healthy. It was not a healthy email list. Now, when I say healthy email list, what I'm referring to is, is a list by which it's accurate. So a lot of times what happens for us is we create these email lists. We gather emails throughout the years and we never actually go through them to say like, is this actually an accurate reflection of people who are actually engaged in who we are or have some sort of relationship with us that they haven't moved on and gone somewhere else. And so when I looked at our actual actual email list, I was like, this doesn't make a lot of sense to me because if I am sending, I think at that time we were sending roughly about almost like 10,000 to 11,000 emails. I'm looking at that kind of going only 2,000 people, roughly 2,000 to maybe 2,500 people are opening them. What's the other 7,500 doing? So, I sat there and thought, there's got to be a better way to make sure this list gets healthy. So one of the things I did was, I, inside of MailChimp, I set a filter by which I said, only give me the emails of everybody who's opened up at least one of our eConnects in the last, I believe I said, five to six weeks. And when I did that, all of a sudden, that email list that was like 11,000 drastically dropped real quick. And I was like, okay. This is a really good indicator that really our list of people who are actually really engaged is not 11,000. It's much, much smaller. So I thought, what would have happened if I only sent the eConnect, which is what we call our weekly email, to this small subset of people? And I left the other people out because at least in the last month and a half, they haven't been opening it up, which probably means if I go a little bit further back, say 10 weeks, I'm still going to find the same group as not open up the email. So what I did was I actually picked one of our campuses to test this out on because I didn't want to go full scale on such a large list. So I found another campus that I think had roughly around three thousand, and I did the same thing. I said only giving people out of that list that were were opening up the email and said again the last five to I think I said like five to six. Uh, week's worth of emails. And so I went, I took a list. I think it was at 3000 for that campus. And all of a sudden I dropped down to like a thousand. I said, great. We're only going to send the eConnect to these thousand people because in the last six weeks, they've told us they're somewhat engaged in what we do. And they're, at least they're opening up the email. So I sent that to them. And when I did that, my open rate for them, which I think was roughly around 23, 24%, I think for that campus, it doubled to 52%. So Real quickly right there, I doubled my email open rate by getting rid of almost two thirds of my audience because those two thirds of the audience, while they're great to have on the email, they're uh, on the email list to to say like, I've got this massive email list. They weren't opening up the email. It was just, it wasn't a healthy email list. So by culling it down to the top thousand, guess what? I immediately doubled I doubled my open rate, which meant, okay, now I'm really spending my effort and really targeting the people. These are the people that I know are active and really actively engaging with our content. What that also meant was that list now becomes more useful for me for other marketing perspectives or other things I want to do. Say, for instance, I want to do a call to action to join a small group or a service Saturday or something, a mission trip, whatever that is. I know those people are more than likely going to open the email because they consistently open up our emails. They consistently have been opening up what we do. So now all of a sudden that list that was unhealthy because two thirds of it weren't even really active. Now a third of it, granted it is, yes, it is two thirds smaller, but these are the active people who really are engaged in what we've done. All of a sudden now I've got a really good, healthy email list. So again, my, my open rate doubled uh, to, I think actually I'm, I'm looking at my notes. I think it doubled rate right to like 56% because we turned around and we got rid of everybody who wasn't really active. Now here's the thing. I didn't get rid of those email addresses. What I did was I just created a filter and sent the emails to that filter. So they're still in the list. I haven't lost them per se, but what I've done is, is I've kind of segmented things off so I can get a better, accurate picture of who's actually really engaging with our content. Now, and, and, and the thing about this is, is, this has really opened my eyes up to how much we're not really spending and looking at the analytics of our emails and how effective our emails actually are. When you use a tool like MailChimp or Constant Contact, you can really get in there and figure out who's actually clicking on what link, who's actually clicking on your content, who's actually opening your emails, and you can get a better view of actually who they really is really kind of engaged in your work. In fact, one of these I think you can do is if somebody says, I never know what's going on anymore, I don't feel like you know you guys aren't communicating enough, you can actually go back and say, well, you know what, you haven't opened up the last seven emails, you haven't clicked on X, Y, and Z. This is why you don't know these things because you're not actively engaging in the channels that we provided for you. And so then you can ask, the, another question would be, is, is there a better channel for that person? But you. You can study all that by looking at your email open rates, your email click through rates. If you, uh, if you, if you, if you build some, on something, uh, your email, if you will, on a platform like a Constant Contact or a Mailchimp or something like that. So. My big takeaway from this is, is one, make sure your email list is really, really healthy. Make sure you've got a healthy list and you're actually sending your emails so that people actually really do want to read them. Don't inflate your lists. While it may look good inflating your lists, and by the way, this is something, if a parallel for this in churches is, uh, especially like I know in Southern Baptist world, is they inflate their, uh, how many people actually come to church or how many people are on their roles, if you will, their Sunday school role or on their life group role, like how many people are actually members. You say, we have a membership of 12,000 people. Well, you great, you have members. Membership of twelve thousand people. How many people actually in the pew on a Sunday? You start calling that down. You really, you really realize that maybe out of twelve thousand, you only got maybe fifteen hundred people that are really like super active. And if so, that is a much more reflective number on the health of your church. Just like the email open rate. If you really call down the people actually really open your emails, that's the actual list of a healthy number to work off of. Actually, how many people actually really engage with your email communication channel? So, takeaway homework, for, if you will, for you is this: is look at your email open rates, look at your email list. Are they healthy? Do you need to kind of whittle them down a little further? What can you do to increase your open rates, but also more importantly, keep that email list healthy and make it worth your time as you spend all this time building all these things and doing all these things for your uh, for your, for your communication channels. So there you go. That's email open rates and that's how to double your email open rates. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it. If you do us a favor, leave us already on iTunes. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google play as well. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.